You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars arriving daily, like the all-new 2023 Acura Integra. We also have a great selection of over 200 pre-owned and factory precision courtesy vehicles with finance rates as low as 1.9% for 36 months with approved credit. And we've added Saturday service hours to our newly renovated service facility. Don't forget, we'll buy your vehicle here at our dealership or from the convenience of your home. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. The weekend just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. Hey, welcome on into another week of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota, here on ClavesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Andy Hanselman. Andy, hello. Happy uh, new NFL season to you. Joseph, happy uh, NFL season to you, too. Happy Friday as well. Yeah, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon. I wanted to, uh, wanted to get past the, uh, the Thursday night NFL opener possibly possibly andy uh might be joined on the uh on the show by howard balzer so uh, we uh yeah so who has a uh who has a new gig i saw that working for a uh working for a new website so give him a chance to come on here and uh talk a little bit about uh, about his new job so i'll find out i he told me so last discussions with him andy is you and i record this at 12 45 in the uh, in the afternoon on Friday, um, he I said, "Can you do one o'clock?" He said, "He'll be at practice and doing interviews." I said, "Latest I can do is two o'clock," and he said, "I can do two, perhaps before." So we'll see. I don't know if you see Howard's name there on the description of the show. It means we it means we landed Balzer. There we go. That's that's what that means. Yeah, he's, so. if he's, a, he's a tough get for this program, a real tough guy. He really is. Yeah, I you know I, I text the guy, and uh, he, he we have gotten to the point now in our relationship to where he texts back within the hour. Oh wow! Yeah, it Look used to be it used to be I text him and then I would get a reply at like two or three in the morning. Ah, he's a bit of a night owl. Convenient time to reply. Yeah, so I would wake up to responses and then I would reply. And then I would wait a few more hours for a reply. It, it got that's but now I don't know if it's the Arizona thing. I don't know if it's just he, he likes me now. I don't know what it is. Ooh, but Ooh, that, but that, Howard and I, uh, we we respond quickly now to each other. No, no one likes you. Don't 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 uh, put yourself on that pedestal. I bet if I wanted to, I could have just stayed with Howard um, at the uh, at the Super Bowl this year. I bet I could have been said, "H, I'm staying with you," and we would have made it work. Huh. But I did not want to. I didn't want to. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. That's a, intrude that's on a, intrude on his home for 10 days or however yeah, long that's, I'm staying that's a, there. That's a long time to stay with somebody in their house. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so not doing that. Not doing Good that. For, but hey, I'm happy one, to hear that. Good for you. Yeah. Week one in the uh, week, week, game one of the season is in the books last night. Rams and. The uh, the Bills, my my Super Bowl pick for I think the third straight year. Those Buffalo Bills. You and uh, your love affair with Josh Allen. Yeah, he is my new Peyton Manning. I uh, yeah. I will just follow Josh Allen for his entire career. That's that's where my loyalty lands now. On uh, on big number one seven for the blue and red for the Bills Mafia. That's uh, that's my guy, and we're just gonna ride with him for the next ten years or so. See how long uh, how long that lasts. But that's uh, that's where we'll be. Yep. But he, uh, I, I didn't watch much of the game. I was kind of going back and forth with stuff. Every, it just seemed like every every few minutes, my phone was just buzzing with new updates from Josh Allen yeah. plays. So I was, was watching uh, a lot of stuff yeah. yesterday. Big news out of the world yesterday, of course. I was I was kind of wrapped up with uh, Queen with the Queen stuff. 
Freddie Mercury. No, 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 no. Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, yes. Yeah, that right. that queen. That queen. Yeah, that that one. Yeah, 90, uh, 96 years old. As she, yeah. Uh, she passes away. And there's a there's a new king. Fake ass monarchy out there and uh overseas. Fake. What do they do? They're hot take. Out. You want a hot take? You want a hot take on this royal family stuff, Andy? I do. Americans care more about it than those overseas. No way. I was watching some old stuff last night, like the, the wedding of William and Kate. Mm-hmm. There were millions of people lining the streets. How many of those were Americans that flew over there? Mm. They sure looked British. They look how what? They looked British. Some bad bad teeth. Yeah. Were they eating crumpets? Yes. They were wearing shirts like wearing shirts like I live in England. Ah, yes. Waving the waving the British uh the British uh, uh Union Jack. But I feel like you see Americans would do that. Americans would be like, I'm I'm gonna wave that flag. That's I'm gonna go wave that flag. I'm there, I'm gonna go buy a flag. Because I mean, yeah, that's I feel like that's what the people were just selling those up and down the streets. Americans were like, I need to buy one of those to show my loyalty here to it's the Brits. Very, very American looking. I will I will give you that. Yeah. Uh, I also feel like I'm 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 in the minority that I'm a man who cares about this stuff. I think this is mostly a thing that women care about. Yeah, like, American oh, women. Yes, American women care about this. Yes. Yeah, I, I care about it too for some reason. I find it fascinating. And now that Chuck is there with the crown, I feel like less people hey, are going to care. Chuck the third, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chuck thrice is Chuck uh, right. Yeah, Chucky Chucky three times is now the king over there in England, and uh, you know, heavy heavy is the heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, heavy. Uh, yeah, heavy wears the crown. Yeah, so he's uh, he's out there. Uh, the the memes have been spectacular. I will oh, tell you have. that. The memes have been spectacular. My favorite so far is old Chucky three times carrying the uh, the money in the bank uh, briefcase, yeah. running, running uh, um, towards uh, I would you know it would be I, I would guess the palace. So uh, William is now the uh, the Duke of Cornwall and the Duke of something his original title I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, but with the new title. So when yeah. you're the Duke of something. It's like you become the mayor of a territory. You own the territory. And but he doesn't threat. because they actually have a government in place. So he doesn't actually run anything. Well, he does because now he's independently wealthy. Everybody, he everybody has money. He has, no, the thing is, he's independently wealthy, but he doesn't actually run anything. I think he like owns the Duke, the, the duchy. But again, like, what is he? What, what is his job? Uh, figurehead. What does he actually, what would you say he does here? <laughs> Listen, I take the specs to the customers so the engineers don't have to. <laughs> he is, uh, it says, so all I'm, uh, so I am reading here. It's uh, of all these titles that he has. Right. Um, I, I just, I'm going through here. Um, in 2011, he was made the Duke of Cambridge. Right, that's when he got married. He became the mm-hmm. Duke of Cambridge. So the, the queen gifted him some land. Gotcha. Um, so now he is the Duke of Rothesay and the Duke of Cornwall. Right, Duke of Rothesay, that's his title in Scotland. Yeah, he is also the Prince of Wales, a title reserved to the heir apparent of the, uh, of the monarchy. Yes. And then eventually Kate will become, will have bestowed upon her the Princess of Wales, a title that Diana had bestowed upon her by the queen. Gotcha. Yeah. Now Camilla, yeah. the lovely Camilla, she's now the queen consort. I was going to say she doesn't get that actual name, right? I, I yeah. mean, and the only reason that Elizabeth was an actual queen is because she was the direct descendant of blood of the, her her dad right. was king. But there's other queen Elizabeths that were also but they were just queen consorts. Queen consorts don't take the numbers. Okay. Yeah. So but and then uh and then Phil um was he was he what was he what was his title who phil the uh the the husband of uh of lizzie 
Oh, Philip. He was the he was the uh, the Duke of Edinburgh. Okay, and they played weekend at Bernie's with him for the last few years, right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of a corpse, a walking corpse. Yeah. So, and that's and, uh, uh, when Will and Kate got married. Uh, they they rolled up in a car, and then when they left, they rolled out in a uh, in a horse drawn carriage. Mm-hmm. That of course, and the Queen's was protected with bulletproof glass. You should have seen these two old people trying to get in this thing. I'm sure it was hilarious. What I mean, so do her corgis stay alive, or is this one of those situations where they put the corgis down uh, to be buried with her? No, I think her caretakers probably take them. I, I would I hope think, so. I don't think the I queen. Would hope so. I like I like a good corgi. I do too. I don't think the queen actually walked the dogs. I think she had caretakers for the corgis. But she, I mean, she, they hung out with her. I mean, they just, they kind of rode up around cider. Yeah. Yeah. Now I did see pictures of her walking the dogs, but Mm -hmm. I don't think she walked the dogs like on a daily basis when it was time to go go poop. Photo ops. That's, that's what you're, you're saying, right? Yes. Photo ops for sure. Yeah. Um, So Prince Harry, by the way, he is um, his, his titles. In all of this, he is the Duke of Sussex. That's correct. And he was made that prior to marrying Meghan Markle. Right. Um, he he received no other dukeships. Duke, dukedoms. Dukedoms. Duke, yeah. Yep. That's he, he received none of that when uh, when Grandma Lizzie died. Yeah, I know way too much about this shit. You really do. Yeah, I know way too much about. He it. is fifth in line for succession of the British throne. Yeah, Prince George, Prince uh, Princess Charlotte, and then Prince Louis. Yeah, those are the uh, children of uh, mm-hmm. of Will and Kate. Do you know who number six is on the list? Yeah, uh, Archie. Archie, yeah, and then uh, Lilibet. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, next, then Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Eugenie and uh, Beatrice. Eugenie's eleven, Andy. Eleven uh, for for that. You're you're forgetting about C- Sienna Mapelli Mazi. Who's that? I don't know. It says she was born in 2021. To whom? Princess Beatrice, maybe? Oh, yeah. So Beatrice's kids would is going to go in front of Eugenie. Okay. Poor Eugenie. Eugenie's kind of a good-looking girl, too. I'm looking here. Okay. Beatrice, is it Eugenie or Beatrice that's, that's good looking? I thought I thought it was. Uh, it's not Beatrice. I'll uh, just I'll I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll be as as kind as I can with uh with that. Yeah, it's, it's um, pretty sad that I you know. That I know. Hey, but it, as I scroll down the list of the family here, what about Zara? Um, down the list at number twenty. Zara is the who's the daughter of uh she's an olympian she's the daughter of anne the princess, princess yeah. royale yeah uh and captain mark phillips ah yeah and and it was the eldest uh, yeah. granddaughter of her mother's parents elizabeth right. ii and prince philip right and anne is anne is uh charles's oldest sister she's the first she was the firstborn. how are you feeling if you're number 62 on this list you're all the way down at the bottom you know what? I'm feeling Zanuska Mouse. You know what? Is, uh, you, know what? you know why I like this? If you're 62, you get all the benefits of being a royal. But you know what? You have to do jack shit. Right? You're not going to do, you're not being called upon to go do anything. No. But you get you just, all the benefits. You just kind of get thrown out there every now and then. And Pretty you much. You're like, hey, I'm in line hey, here. Go ahead. We're doing a a remote at this Costco over here in uh, over here in Manchester. Go do this remote, and then uh, you're you're good for the year. Right. Just go show up there. They they need somebody to go shake their hands. You go go do that. To go 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 show up there. Yeah. You get you get get throwing that kind of crap, but then you get you know you're independently wealthy. It's like oh, somebody from the royal family is going to be here. Who is it on number sixty (laughs) two? Damn. That's. Thought you were gonna get one of the good ones. <laughs> Thought we we're gonna at least get at least get fifteen, at least get Prince get Prince Edward. Right. Yeah. You you you're sitting there. And you're thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's like you know you get these from time to time, and it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna get. You know, I'm trying to think of a of a good comparison to this where where you like, oh yeah, we're gonna get you know a wrestling convention says we're gonna get you somebody from the NWO. And right. Like who? Kevin Nash. 
Yes. Like is him, that guy. And then no, you get, you get your buff Bagwell showing up at your events. It's like you're going to get away from claims online. Ooh, am I going to get Mike Claiborne? No, you're getting Joe Roderick. God damn it, Andy. <laughs> God damn it. Son of a <laughs> bitch. It's, you know what though? Here's the, here's the, here's why that hurts so much. It's because it's happened. I know. <laughs> at, the salon, at the salon place, right? I have booked, <clears throat> I have booked guests. Like, hey, come on with me. Claims online. Absolutely. For sure. Then you get on there. Where's claims? Not anywhere at all. Never, <laughs> never was going to be. This is this was not a this was not a him thing. This is me. I said you're gonna be on his website. To be a little more self-deprecating, we could say, hey, you're gonna get somebody from Claims Online. Oh, is Claymore gonna be there? No, you get Andy Hanselman, yeah. the co-host of Weekend Joe. And then that's what happens when uh, somebody calls Claves and says, hey, I was told, you know, you were going to be here. And they said Andy Hanselman and Claves would then say who? Who? Right. <laughs> Claves knows who I, knows who I am. Doesn't he? <laughs> yes. By now, doing this for two and a half years. Yes. Yeah, I would assume he knows who I am. <laughs> I would hope so. I, I don't know if Claves is in Pittsburgh or not this uh, this weekend. Albert going uh, five away from seven hundred. I thought career. you were going to Pittsburgh this weekend for this. No, that would the the plan was going to be to go October third, fourth, and fifth. Okay, oh, the, the the last series, of the, the last three in uh, in Pittsburgh. God, I hope Albert gets it by. I hope Albert is just like one away. Going into that series here at Bush against Pittsburgh, I, I just I want to take Hudson and have him see it in person so bad. He's cooled off quite a bit. It's a little concerning. I you know what though? I I'm he was so incredibly hot. And I still think you look at what he has done for the team. And when you look at and this is I, this is where I just sit back and I laugh at anybody that tries to disparage anything the Cardinals do in the offseason. Because I think their track record has proven time and time again that they kind of know what they're doing. And if they need to, they will cut ties with somebody. Yeah. When's the last time TJ McFarland pitched? Been a hot minute. Not even, not even on the roster anymore. Who, who was the one guy that they they signed this offseason that was bad, and then they're like, ah, you're you're hurt. Go go get season-ending surgery. He's like, oh, what am I hurt on? <laughs> no, your your toe. Go, your toe hurts. You're done. <laughs> yeah, and then Corey Dicker. I mean, I <clears throat> don't know how many times I've said. That Corey Dickerson shouldn't have made it, shouldn't have been on the team in July. I, I mean, multiple times thought that. There's no way. There, there's no reason for him to be on this team. Corey Dickerson's now your number five hitter. It deserves it. Yeah. Like we've talked, I mean, Rammer and I have talked about it a few times where if you would have said back in May or June that, hey, you know, down the stretch, Corey Dickerson's going to be hitting fifth, and Albert Pools will be hitting sixth. I would have thought, my God, who who all got hurt? How bad is this team? How many games are they out of the third wild card right now? Yeah. Yeah, you see that in April. You definitely have that. Right. Argument. And now you look at it and you go, oh, you mean they're chasing the Mets and the Braves right now for the number two seed in the NL? Like, okay. Is Corey Dickerson's hitting 290 right now. Yeah, 290. Yeah. Is uh catching the Mets and Braves, is that attainable? I, I think it's, I mean, Ali Marmol said the other day, that's that's all he's looking at right now. When he looks at the standings, he is he's he doesn't he he's not looking at what the Brewers are doing. You know he's looking at what the Mets and the Braves are doing because right now I think it's five and a half games, somewhere it's a five, five and a half games. That's attainable. Let them beat up on each other. You have nine games left this year against the Pirates. Five games against the Reds. 
you have plenty of time to win those games and make that up. So much time. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's, that's attainable right now. You do have four against the Brewers and then you have three against the Padres, three against the Dodgers. So that's, that's what it's looking like right now. So yeah, they have a chance. They just have yeah. to take care of business against the really bad teams that they're playing. Yeah. And if they can get two or three out of the Dodgers and two or three out of the Padres, that's a, that's a, a good thing. Right. Just split. Just take, you know what, those six games out in California. Go just, three and three. Just, just go three and three. Throw, throw, you know what, show your hand to the Padres at least one of those games. Throw it out there and say, hey. This is this is what you're going to be facing when you come to Bush here in a few weeks. Because right now it looks like it's going to be the Padres facing the Cardinals in the first round. So you give them in a little the, preview of that. In the play-in game, right? Or just or straight to It's a play-in series this year. So for those that for those those listening that that are still, you know, kind of haven't really thought much about it or forgot, there are three wild cards now. Right. This year, six teams make the playoffs in the American League and the National League. The top team and the second best record, they each get buys, or the second best record out of the divisional winners, they get buys in the first round. Okay. So right now it would be the Dodgers and the Mets getting buys. The Cardinals are the three seed because they're the other division winner. So they play the third wild card, which right now would be the Padres, which means you would have Braves and Phillies. As the other wild card series, and that's a and it's best a three of- game. It's a best of three, all three games played at the home field of the top seed. Okay, so Cardinals would host three games at Bush. Okay, and then go on and yeah, you, then you and then you that would be the NLC. Them. Then you go to the NLCS from there. No NLDS from there. Oh, NLD, I'm at NLDS. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you're play, playing those three games right in a row. So those games are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. All all four of those series are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How the, how's that for a weekend? How do you like that for a weekend? I like Where that you a get lot. Four, you get all those baseball games. You get four series of baseball, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. Yeah. All, all that. And then That's and then nice. starting, then then you start the NL DS. And the NLCS, where I believe in the NLDS, top seed gets the first two games. Second seed gets the the third and fourth game. Then there's no day off before game five. So you could be flying across country to play a game the very next day. You know, there's too much time between playoff games anyway. I get it with hockey. Yeah, they're significantly cutting back. And I think... Some of that has to do with the way that pitchers have started to be used in uh, in the postseason. Yeah. So I like it. I do. So you you got that, and so you you know that second weekend in October, you're going to have a whole lot of baseball, a whole lot of football coming your uh, coming your way. It's going to be a uh, marvelous week, and it, it is. That's that's some of the best time of the year. You get playoff, you get playoff baseball. You know, every week of college and NFL football is important. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of college and pro football, Andy, week one of our picks are in the books. It's time now for week two. Let's hit the music. Ooh, I like this song, Joe. I believe there was a way that I could have actually, I could just play music instead of me inserting music post-production. Ooh. I can just do this. Oh, you're taking up a little too much bandwidth, bud. Is it? How about that? It's better. Is that better? Yeah. Or should I just cut it and put the post-production in there? Put it in post. I'll put it in post? Okay. Do it in post. We'll stop it. We'll stop it and we'll put it in the post-production. 
it's a, just it'll sound real shitty for about 10 seconds there of the actual show as you have music played over music it's fine so andy our picks hey seven people uh involved in our picks this year me you claves howard richards frank craig riggins reggie blackwell andy after one week only two are undefeated Frank and Claves. Frank and Claves went 4-0. We got a graphic all, with the scores and everything. Did we all pick the same loser? No. I was the only one that picked Notre Dame. Mm. So I picked Notre Dame. You, Howard, Craig, and Reggie all picked Utah. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is where things fell apart. So week two, we go into week two. Andy, three college games. No, two college games. Three NFL games. Picking straight up. Straight up. So Andy, we're going to start with Kentucky at Florida, an SEC game in week two. Joe, I don't have time to do my little uh, live reads for each thing uh, this week. I got you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I sat here and I waited for it, and you gave me gold. I love it. I'm going to go with Kentucky. You, Reggie, Craig, and Claves all going with the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. There's something about Kentucky football that I just cannot bet bet on them i can't do it yeah it's tough it's real i never in my life that i think i would be picking right anything kentucky football but they're just they're just not the same kentucky wildcats a somewhat respectable program right now but i'm still going florida florida at home in uh in this one the gators are six point favorites me frank howard we're all picking florida okay andy number two on our list of games. Baylor at BYU. I, um, th- this one, th- this one is a, uh, could be a little, a uh, little tricky, I-, I think. As Baylor, BYU, BYU out of the Mountain West. Baylor out of the, uh, out of the Big 12. This game is in BYU. It's number nine against number 21. Uh, Joe, on that one, I am going to go with uh, Baylor. Heavy on Baylor this week for our guys picking the uh, picking the games. Howard, Reggie, Craig, and Klaibs, and you now all going Baylor. It's just me and Frank alone on BYU going with the home right. team there for uh, for that. And I do um, no, yeah, it's, yeah. So. I was going to say, I thought somebody picked all home teams, but no, that was not the case. I think that's what Frank texted me on these picks. We move on to the NFL. Always tricky in week one of the NFL, Andy, to kind of figure out, kind of gauge who's good, who's bad, what's going to be there. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Are you in the Survivor League, Andy? Uh, No. Get in Loomster Survivor League. Okay. I looked through and it, it took a while to come up with my survivor for the week. Because remember, once you pick them, you're done. Right. I went with the Broncos this weekend over the Seahawks as my survivor pick. Okay. Russell Wilson going against his former team. I don't think the Seahawks are going to be good. I think the quarterback play is going to be abysmal this season. I think Russell Wilson to Jerry Judy is going to be a lot of fun to watch. But we don't have that game on this uh, on these picks. We're going to nope. start with Packers at Vikings. Joe, I'm going to go with. Gosh, man, it's so tough. Right? That's why we pick these games. That's why we put these games on here. I like home games on this one. I go Vikings. Wow, Vikings are a one and a half point underdog. Packers are the favorites on the road. Andy, you and Claves, the only two that are picking the Vikings on this one. Yep. Yeah, only two. Andy, next up. I I put it on there because the matchup intrigues me. I do think this game's going to be a bit of a blowout. Chiefs at Cardinals. Chiefs without 
Tyreek Hill. Remember, they traded him away. Chiefs without Tyreek Hill, what are they going to look like? The uh, the 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 karaoke kings of Chicago hope that uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals have a huge huge Sunday, but they're going to get beat by the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are a six point favorite on the road. I do think that the Chiefs run away with it. The only person in our picks that has picked the Cardinals is Reggie Blackwell. Reggie Blackwell, the only one going with the Cardinals in this game. And then finally, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady. Possible marital problems with Giselle. He's going to be on the road this week. Getting to sleep in a hotel away from his wife for now and kids. Going down to Dallas at Jerry's World, taking on the Cowboys. I think uh, I think Tom Brady is going to light up the uh, Dallas defense. I go Buccaneers. I'm thinking that, too. I'm thinking Tom Brady... I'm thinking he, he has a lot to prove. People spreading rumors about him in the uh, in, in his house. Yep. I think he comes out there and shuts them all up. I think so, too. Me, you, Craig, and Reggie all going with the Bucks. Claves, Frank, and Howard going Cowboys. I asked Howard. I reached out to Howard Richards, and I said, do you really think that the Cowboys are going to win? I said, are you, do you have to pick them anytime that they're on there? Because they, they, you know, you, you played for them. They, they paid, they paid you for a while. And he said they will win revenge game from last year's opener. Huh? Yeah. That's what All he right. had to say. So we're kind of split on that one. I like this. We're pretty split on our games this week. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting in next week to see how the uh, results turn out, Joe. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll tell you that. We'll tell you the results, the standings on Monday's Lunch with Klaibs and Joe. So tune in to uh, to that. Again, right now, Frank and Klaibs, both undefeated. They both went 4-0 in the first week of picks. Andy, that's going to wrap it up for our uh, first segment here. Take a look in the uh, – take a look at the um, – the bio, the info for the podcast. See if Howard Balzer is coming up next. If not, we will go straight into Crack Slippers right here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura. Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClabesOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out, as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even even longer, and I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body, 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville, another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. Hey, we're back here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com, and it wouldn't be the start of the NFL season if we didn't have this man on. He is pro football Hall of Fame voter. He's the H-man, Howard Balzer. H, how you doing? How's the desert? Desert's hot, hot as it normally is, but hey, that's just, just the way it is. We've gotten through uh, the monsoon season, uh, mostly unscathed, which is which can get pretty wild, let me tell you. But yeah, it's uh, good here. Football season starting. I've got a new thing going, a new gig, so uh, a lot of you know, a lot, a lot of change, but uh, that's that, that's a good a lot of change the last couple of years, obviously. But uh, looking forward to another NFL season. Yeah. Now with the uh, with the website gophnx.com, uh, that's phnx and the uh, new website in the Phoenix area that you are writing for, just covering all things Arizona Cardinals out there, um, out there in Phoenix and uh, Glendale and that that whole area, the home of the uh, the Super Bowl here yes. in a few months. Howard, they, uh, they they made you wait all these years, but they're finally going to bring the Super Bowl to the backyard that you're living in. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, actually. And uh, thinking of all the logistics of that and all of a sudden not having to worry about getting somewhere and 
and all those things. Although you do start thinking, well, okay, you won't be in a hotel or an Airbnb or whatever it is. And I'm saying, okay, so if I have to drive back and forth every day, where am I going to park? So you start thinking of those things when it's, when it's in your own city, but it's, it, it's going to be fun. And, you know, who knows? I, I think it's a long shot, but hey, two years in a row, the Super Bowl winner played in its home stadium. So who knows? Maybe it'll happen three, three in a row. I think what we saw on Thursday night with the Rams uh, might indicate that the NFC could be wide open. And so I think it's going to be a, a roller coaster season as it always is in the NFL, but maybe even more so in the NFC. Let's talk about the uh, the team that you cover there, the Arizona Cardinals. Plenty of drama this offseason around them and their quarterback, Kyler Murray. First off, just uh, the, the new thing, Howard, I'm sure that you expected, you know, this is stuff that you covered 30 years ago, that when NFL players would just remove all things from their social media accounts that had to do <laughs> with the team <laughs> to, to show that they were no longer with them, but somehow – the Cardinals and Kyler Murray were able to uh, to come back and and fix that marriage, even though there were a few things reported on in the contract that that even made it worse. I mean, it was it was a crazy situation. Can you compare that to anything that you've had to cover in your career? Not not that I can recall. And there's always crazy stories and different things. And uh, but but that one, in terms of like you said, the way it all began shortly after the Cardinals were eliminated from the playoffs with, with him, with Kyler scrubbing the social media. Then you had his agent putting out this all capital letters diatribe about how it's important to get this contract done now, which was interesting because only three days before that, the owner, Michael Bidwell, had gone on local radio and said, hey, we are going to commit to Tyler, Tyler Murray. We are going to take care of him. But we've got free agency coming up. We've got the draft. These things, complicated contracts with quarterbacks, can take time. And he himself pointed out how Patrick Mahomes, who the Cardinals are facing Sunday, and Josh Allen, who we saw against the Rams on Thursday night, they both received their contract extensions when they were entering the fourth year of their contract. And this is Kyler Murray's fourth year. But they got those extensions, as Bidwell pointed out, during the summer. He said that's there's kind of a calendar the way these things work. Well, the agent didn't care about that. He put that out there. And then, like you said, you have all the drama, all the all the thing. I, I always thought they were going to get it done. And they did right before training camp started. Then, like you said, they had you know, the homework clause in the contract. And but it seems everything has calmed down now. Everything is getting ready to play football. I'm sure, Joe, that if, if Kyler Murray has a game like Matthew Stafford had on Thursday night and he throws some bad interceptions or has a bad game, people would say, oh, whoa, whoa. Did, did he study enough during the week? You know what happened there? I'm sure there will be those comments, but I think most of it, you know, was the Cardinal saying, in a sense, sending a message to Kyler Murray, along with, by the way, what was overlooked in that homework clause was also in the contract were $9 million of incentives for attending the offseason program. So basically they were saying to him, hey, these are the things that you have to do if you want to be the face of the franchise, an elite contract, and be a pro. And so I think that's what it was. And I think I think he's taken that to heart. Uh, he's still a young guy, obviously, uh, but I think uh, he's learned by the process. And as the Cardinals go, it'll be Kyler Murray. You know, the one thing is he was injured at the end of the last two seasons, and somehow he's got to find a way to stay healthy because when, when the main quarterback doesn't play for teams, most of the time it's not very good. You you mentioned two quarterbacks in there. You mentioned Patrick Mahomes, who has won a Super Bowl. And then Josh Allen, who has had MVP caliber seasons the past few years and has been just a couple plays away from making Super Bowls with the Buffalo Bills. How close is Kyler Murray to being a Super Bowl winning quarterback? That's that's the big question that everybody has. And and I, I, I talked about the injuries. I mean, you know, his and I know passer rating isn't the only thing you judge guys on. But when he got injured against Green Bay in the eighth game last year, Joe, he had a 110 passer rating. He missed three games because of the ankle injury. Wasn't himself when he came back. And in the last six regular season games that he played with that injury, his passer rating was 89. So it went down over 20 points. He wasn't the same guy. And for him to play at the level, let's put it this way, for him to play the game the way he needs to play it, which is using his legs. Yes, you want him to stay in the pocket as much as possible, but using his legs and the mobility and all that, he has to stay healthy. 
And, and if he can't do that, then he, he won't, and the team won't be a Super Bowl team. Now, you know, hey, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, guess what? They played all 17 games for their teams uh, last year. And so that, that's what you need to do. And it's not something you can just decide to do. Sometimes, obviously, sometimes injuries just happen. But he's a small guy, and he, they have to find a way for that to happen. But certainly when he's on and the players, everyone around him, is, for the most part, is healthy and playing well, then they, they could beat anybody on any given Sunday. Let's look at some of the other offseason stories that we saw because the NFL, the NFL's offseason, it's it's a season in itself. They, they they manage to stay relevant. Twelve year or twelve months out of the year, you have Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos. You have uh, Aaron Rodgers deciding to stay another season. You have Tyreek Hill getting traded away from Patrick Mahomes, and then all of the drama around Tom Brady and retiring, unretiring is what's going on with his marriage, stuff like that. Where, where would, where do you even start? Like what is the top story there out of all the quarterback issues in the, in the NFL this off season? Well, there's so many of them. You didn't even mention Deshaun Watson. That's, I mean, that's, I see to me, I mean, he missed, he didn't play all of last year, the NFL, it just seems, you know, didn't have a clue on how to handle it, whatever way they wanted to. I mean, he's not even going to be a factor the first 11 weeks of the season. So that that one, I mean, that's he's going to miss what at that point? Almost 30 weeks of, yeah, of no, NFL games? Right. No, so it's a long time. But in terms of the way the whole discussion dominated the offseason and what the Browns did going all in on the trade and signing him to a five-year totally guaranteed contract certainly had ramifications around the league. And it was obviously the, the whole the whole narrative, every, everything was – you know, so many things uh, were tied to that. The things that happened with other teams were depending on what he did. I mean, we saw, you know, Atlanta tried to get him. And then when they couldn't, they just decided essentially to start over and traded Matt Ryan and brought in Marcus Mariota. So who knows if he's the answer. So there's so many other things that, uh, that, are, that were affected uh, by that. So of all of those, I mean, boy, it, it's hard to pick out just one. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers. He loses his best receiver and Devontae Adams, who goes yeah. to the Raiders. So there, there's another one. Certainly, hey, this season began. Monday Night Football, Russell Wilson goes back to Seattle uh, for Monday Night Football. And I'm sure that the fans there, I would think, would greet him warmly at the right when he goes out on the field. And then after that, they'll be yelling even louder than they ever have when Denver has the football because we know how that 12th man is in Seattle. So more more quarterback volatility in this past offseason that I can remember seeing. And it certainly changed the face of, of many teams, you know, and even some of the lower level ones. Like, you know, Carson Wentz, who had the Colts headed towards the playoffs, comes down with COVID, misses five days of practice because he wasn't vaccinated. When he came back, he wasn't the same guy. And the Colts lost, blew a playoff spot. He gets traded again. So he's on his third team in three years. So you know, there's so so many of those stories that it's tough to, you know, just you know pin your focus on just one of them. But you know, so much like I said, so many so many teams were affected by all of the different aspects of what happened uh, during that long off season. So I mean, as you look at it right now, uh, who is who is the worst team in the league? Right? Is it Seattle? Is it Atlanta? Is it going to be Cleveland without Watson for eleven games? I mean, is it still the Texans? Are they just still going to be awful? Who who do you see as having the number one pick in the draft next year? Wow, that that's a great question. I mean, that's one. That's the first time I've been asked that question. Most of the time, it is who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who are the surprise teams that might get into the playoffs? But who yeah. will have the worst record? We want to break people's hearts right now. We want to just we want to get fan bases just pissed off right now that you're you're going to say that they're going to be so bad this year. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. You know, it's 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 always hard to to predict the horrible teams because most of the time you look. I remember a few years ago, everyone was just saying, "Oh, the Jets. The Jets are so terrible. They're so bad." I mean, and and then they actually went out and won five games. I thought Todd Bowles did an incredible coaching job uh, that year when uh, when when the Jets were thought to have the worst roster in the NFL, their roster right now still is not very good. So I think they, they compete for it. Detroit, I think will be improved. You mentioned Cleveland. I think they'll at least be able to hold their own and be competitive uh, with Jacoby Brissett. I don't know that they're a playoff team, certainly, but I, I don't think that 
I don't think that they'll be horrible. You know, one, one big question is how much can Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars improve uh, with and with Doug Peterson as the head coach? So you look at a lot of the teams that you think aren't going to be very good, and you say, well, you know, if a few of these things go right, they can at least be be competitive. I, I think, you know, I, I, the Lions finished last season three and three. So I think that they could be an interesting team uh, to watch. So I, I, but I, I don't know that there'll be any team that's just so God awful that they might be threatening that don't win a game uh, type of thing. So it, it'll, it, it'll be interesting to see. You mentioned Seattle and they've got some pretty good players still on that team. But of course they have Geno Smith, the quarterback, they have good receivers, uh, the defense, even with some of the players they've lost, can still play pretty well. So I think they'll still be at least somewhat competitive. And I'll tell you something. Davis Mills of the Texans, you mentioned them. They played at least they played they played hard. They played solid football at the end of last season. And Mills, you know, showed some progress. So Lovey Smith, our old friend Lovey Smith, is the head coach. And so I obviously there's going to be teams that only win three or four games. With, Probably from that group, we will see that. But I don't see anybody being just so bad that it's going to be a runaway to have that first pick in the draft. Well, Howard, I'm sure we could read all about your Super Bowl picks on uh, all of the uh, things that you uh, you you do. Uh, the Lindy's Pro Football Preview Magazine now with gophnx.com. Folks, go check it out. See all of uh, Howard's work now there and then uh, also still doing your work with Sirius XM and uh, jumping into more podcast stuff too with the uh, with the website so plenty will, of places and I will say this real quick because just so people are forewarned that this is the first the, the, the paid aspect of gophnx.com there's a paid aspect to the writing and so it's the first time I've kind of asked people to support me not only with reading me but you know spending a few bucks uh, on a subscription so Hopefully that that hopefully that'll work out. We'll see, we'll see how it does, and I've had some stories up there already, and uh, so cranking them out. Well, Howard, I will. Uh, I'm sure you and I will talk a few times during the NFL season, but I look forward to seeing you as always in uh, in February in uh, in Phoenix for this year's Super Bowl down at the uh, the Cardinal Stadium. Howard, take care of yourself. Enjoy all the games this weekend. You too, Joe. Take care. That's Howard Balzer. I'm Joe Roderick. Back after this. The Cardinals celebrate the newest pro sports team in town, STL City SC. On Saturday, September 17th, the Cardinals host the Reds. And that night, 25,000 fans, 16 and older, will take home a Cardinals soccer jersey presented by Wells Fargo Advisors. St. Louis is officially a soccer and baseball town. That's Saturday, September 17th. For tickets and more info, visit cardinals.com promotions. Yachty, Albert, and Wayno. All season long, we've been celebrating these iconic Cardinals legends. The Legends Bobblehead Series begins on Sunday, September 18th. That day, 25,000 fans ages 16 and older will take home an Albert Pujols bobblehead. Salute Albert's return to St. Louis with this unique bobble that connects with separate Yachty and Wayno bobbles given out during the final regular season weekend. For tickets, visit cardinals.com promotions. Back here, final segment, Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Munganass, Alton Toyota. I need to get out to uh, Munganass, Alton Toyota. You know, they got all those uh, the used cars out there on the uh, on the lots, along with the uh, the new ones. But, hey, head over to AltonToyota.com, AltonToyota.com, and see what they have in stock. The, the parking lots, again. There, a lot of the car places are not giving or do not have the brand new cars, but a plethora of the used cars on all of the uh, the showrooms, all of the lots out there. See what Alton Toyota has for you. Munganass Alton Toyota. Visit them online at altontoyota.com. Also, hey, Cardinals on the road this weekend, Andy, but next Sunday, next Sunday, September 18th, the Cardinals Legend Bobblehead Series begins. And on Sunday, September 18th, that day, 25,000 fans ages 16 and older will take home an Albert Pujols bobblehead. This unique bobblehead connects with a separate Yachty and Wayno bobblehead that will be given out during the final regular season weekend. Ooh. For tickets, visit cardinals.com slash promotions slash promotions. 
Andy, uh, if you would, I think it's time to do some crack slippers. Joe, some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news. We picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the crack slippers with Joe Roderick on claimsonline.com. Andy, a little bit of a, uh, a love tryst to, uh, to start us off here. You, you're familiar with uh, the basketball player, former basketball player Michael Jordan, right? Uh, yeah, I've heard of him. Is okay. he good? I think like, he's like he's a okay. marginal, marginal, like just like backup player. Right. Okay, cool. Andy, he had, uh, he, he had a few uh, sons. Yes. Marcus being one of those sons. And uh, recently, Andy, recently, Marcus has been seen would appear on what appeared to be a date, a double date with Larissa Pippen. Ooh, I know that last name too. Andy, do you know who Larissa Pippen is? I'm going to guess Scotty Pippen's daughter. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, Andy. Ah, uh, I was that was my that was my give me my second guess. Marcus Jordan possibly dating Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Well, isn't that special? She God. How old how old is Marcus and how old is Larissa? Larissa Pippen is 48 years old. Mm-hmm. 48 years old. Marcus is probably 25. No, I feel like Marcus might be. I mean, you gotta like Michael's almost 60. Yeah, Marcus 31 years old. Okay. So the age thing, eh, it's right, 17 it's years. Low. It's really right in there, Joe. It's half your age plus seven. But it's weird that, I mean, Marcus grew up around Scotty. Yes, that part is weird. That's and now, weird yeah. They got married in 97, so 98 was the last year they won the title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, hey, uh, are you familiar with social media star Jake Paul? Uh, yes. Jake, uh, it was, it's Jake Paul and it's Logan Paul, right? Logan Paul? Yes, Jake and Logan. They, they're big boxers. One of them, one of them just signed with WWE. Yes, Logan Paul is signed with WWE. Perfect. He's he's pretty. I mean, he he works his ass off. I will give him that. All right. He works his ass off. He looks good in the ring. Jake Paul has his next fight set. October 29th at the Gila River Arena in Phoenix. Okay. I guess the I guess the Mullet Arena wasn't available. Right, Mullet no, Arena not available. No, that's uh, maybe maybe the maybe the Arizona uh, Coyotes have a uh, have a preseason game that night. They could with their five thousand fans. Yeah. Jake Paul is going to fight UFC legend Anderson Silva. Wow. In a Anderson U- Silva, in a, he's a he's a long fella. In a UFC match? A boxing match. Boxing match, okay. Boxing match. So, if that's something you enjoy wasting your money on, <laughs> it's, it's not it'll it'll be out there for you. I like wasting my money on much on, on, on other things. Right. Pornography, alcohol, gambling. Uh Anderson Silva, six foot two. His reach is 77 and a half inches. My goodness. <laughs> what that can't be right. No, it is. How what is that? Measure- that's six, almost six and a half feet. How do you measure? Fingertip to fingertip. Fingertip to fingertip. Oh, that reach. Okay. Would you think like Wing. that? You thought Wing. one of his arms was six feet long? I thought it was a typo. No, I didn't think one of his arms was. I said that has to be a typo. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, you look at the guy. I mean, it, I thought his arms were a lot longer than that. Can you imagine if your arms are six feet long? Jesus. My, I guarantee you my arm tip to tip is six feet long one of your arms is six feet long oh what if only one of your yeah if one of your arms is over six no i feel like that would make a for i would that would make for a tough life yeah you have a really really hard time to do anything 
think one of Robert Wadlow, you think one of Robert Wadlow's arms was six feet long? Probably pretty damn close. Probably yeah. five feet. You want to go take a field trip to Alton this weekend and just go measure? I mean, if that's like life size, if that statue there's life size, we should be able to take a tape measure and just go from the shoulder down to the fingertips and see how long that arm is. I think we, let's do it. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll meet you up there. All right. I'll text you when I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text you. I'm going to come by and pick you up and uh, just, just wait outside for me. I'm already, I'm going to be in, out in Bethalto this weekend. So I'll just, I'll let you know when I'm, when I'm heading over yeah. there. Just, just, just wait outside and I'll, and I'll be there. Yeah. I'll, you bring Don't the tape me. measure and I'll just stand there. Yeah. Don't text me. And, and, and ask I saw a recent in. picture. I saw a recent picture. Somebody superimposed what Robert Wadlow would look like next to Andre the Giant. Yeah. Andy, Andre the Giant, I think, came up to, like, his waist. That makes him, yeah. Yeah. Right. What, whose hand was bigger, though? Who do you think would drink more? Oh, Andre. Andre was the king of beer drinking. You think Bobby Wadlow could put him down? I don't know if he could or not. I think he was too sickly to drink. Yeah, probably. I don't think he was a real healthy guy. No. He, he died when he was 21. Yeah. No, was it 21? I thought it was 27. No, 21 years old. Really? Yeah. I feel like this is stuff I should know. I feel like this is like, this was probably like a class that I had. Yeah. I think he was born in 1920 and died in 1941. Wow. Good job. 22 years old. He was 22. What year was he born? Was that right? Uh, He was born 18. Okay. And died in 1940. Yeah. Born in, uh, born in 18. I need, I need some more stats on him. So if <clears> to you see, just, I, I need more stats on, uh, on him to know just how tall of a person, uh, how long of a person he was last measured at eight foot, 11, three quarters of an inch, probably yeah. over nine by nine foot two, nine foot three. When he, when the, uh, when he died. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you need information on the royal family, line of succession, or Robert Wadlow, I'm your guy. You think you know more about Robert Wadlow than Larry? I mean, how much is there to know about Robert Wadlow? I don't know. I know where he's buried. You know who he passed to become the tallest person? Uh, who the previous tallest person was? I don't know. Who, uh... Like the, you know how, what, what was it? When whoever Babe Ruth like passed, when Babe Ruth passed um, Roger Connor for most home runs of all time. Yes. Yeah. Roger Connor with his 138 home runs and then Babe yeah. Ruth passed and became the home run king. Yeah. So the, uh, the Roger Connor of tall people was John Bud Rogan. Ah, yeah. Budsy. Recorded as the second tallest person ever at eight feet, nine and a half inches. Wow. See, if it's, yeah, you don't need, I mean, if somebody's like 8, 10, 8, 11, like they don't matter because, you know, Bobby was taller. He lived to be uh, 36 or 37. Have you ever seen anybody who was eight feet tall? No. Seen a few, like, I mean, seen a few, like, seven, five. I've seen a few, I've seen a couple of seven and a half footers. Yeah. Will you see one too? Like, like I've seen some tall people. I've seen some tall people in my day. Yeah. When you see somebody that's over seven two, yeah, it's like damn. Yeah, it, it gets you. It's uh, you, you, that's something you just notice. Yeah. Yeah, I think I want to say seven five. I think is probably the tallest person that I've I've seen. Yeah. Eighteen inches taller. Eighteen inches taller was Wadlow. Yeah, it's crazy. Than, than a seven foot five person. All right, Andy, this one went off the rails pretty quick, uh, and uh, and, and we do have to uh, wrap it up. Hopefully, uh, me and Balzer catch up, talk a little football. But if not, I, I'm going to get with uh, H-Man next week, and we will preview, uh, we'll recap week one and talk a little bit about the season, but we will uh, do that as well. So much content right now on Klabes Online. You have the lunch show that Klabes and I do every Monday. You have Daily Cards Live that Rammer and I do Monday through Friday. You have the Dr. Rick podcast. 
that uh, Dr. Rick Lehman and Bob Ramsey do every Wednesday. You have Huddle Up with Howard with Mike Claiborne and Mizzou Hall of Famer Howard Richards each and every Thursday. And more to come as uh, we grind on through 2022. So a lot of content out there right now on Claves Online. We will wrap up this uh, this show for today. He is Andy Hanselman. I am Joe Roderick. We will talk to you next week right here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura and Munganas Alton Toyota here on Claves Online. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars arriving daily, like the all-new 2023 Acura Integra. We also have a great selection of over 200 pre-owned and factory precision courtesy vehicles with finance rates as low as 1.9% for 36 months with approved credit. And we've added Saturday service hours to our newly renovated service facility. Don't forget, we'll buy your vehicle here at our dealership or from the convenience of your home. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.